0: So welcome tonight to the next lecture in our series, a series of lectures on science and cooking associated with the course that we offer here at Harvard and science and cooking. And I have to acknowledge uh, the wonderful support we get uh, for running both these lectures and the course Uh, Jose Andres, Think Food Group, uh, the Alicia Foundation, which provides both support and uh, intellectual content for uh, the whole course. Montferrand, Whole Foods at River Street, um, all the labs, the beauty of the labs in this course is that we eat the labs, and Whole Foods is supplying the labs. Uh, Fusion Chef by Julabo uh, provided immersion cookers for the uh, laboratory, and this bank helps with supporting the uh, bringing the uh, chefs. So, tonight I'd also like to offer a very special thanks, a couple of very special uh, thanks. Uh, Tim Cushman at Oya oh yeah Restaurant um, helped out last week with the. Uh, taking the, uh, the chefs to the restaurant. And every week you see in the back Christina Andohar who helps organize everything. And we should thank her very much for all the work that she does. Um, next week, the 26th, we'll have uh, a lecture on something that's, uh, important in, in our class something about understanding how things feel to your mouth. So we'll discuss about elasticity and viscosity and we'll hear from Carlos Tejedor and two other chefs from uh, uh, the local Barcelona area. I won't try to pronounce their names. I'll learn how to do that uh, next week. Um, I apologize. <laughs> uh, and tonight, um, after we have a little bit of science about what we're going to learn, uh, that I'll give you. Uh, Ramon Morato will talk about uh, chocolate. But as always, we start with some uh, discussion about some of the science that we'll learn in the, or we'll learn about in learning about chocolate and chocolate's a wonderful, fascinating material, and it gives us an opportunity to learn something about things that we've been discussing in the class and things that uh, if you've been attending this lecture series, uh, we will have discussed quite a bit so far. Um, Basically, What I want to do is describe a little bit about the phase transitions that we've discussed before and show how we can learn something important about chocolate by understanding something about the molecular scale, the molecular level of the different types of phase transitions. Uh, This will also let us uh, see something and learn something about some of the other phase transitions that we've talked about in the past. So uh, phase transitions, first of all, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna start by describing phase transitions in cheese, which is something that we spent a lot of time uh, discussing in, in class. And the reason for this is we can understand something about a more complex phase transition. So we've talked before in this lecture series and certainly in class about simple phase transitions. Phase transitions are just the point as a function of temperature where a material undergoes a change in phase. For example, water goes from ice to liquid at zero degrees Celsius and goes from liquid to a gas at 100 degrees Celsius. So these are the phase transitions of water. Uh, On a molecular scale, you go from ice, which is a very highly ordered structure of the molecules. In fact, it's a crystalline structure. The the, um, molecules have Not only are they stationary, but they're in an ordered array. They're repetitive, and if you go 10 molecules away, you know exactly what the structure is because it's a crystal. Uh, If they're liquid, they're still condensed, but they can move around each other, and if they gas, they can spread uh, everywhere. So this is the molecular uh, phase of water. If we uh, go to something that's uh, water is, is something that's absolutely essential for, for uh, food, uh, but its main use in these phases is to control the temperature of things. Um, if we go to something more complex, We also have many instances of phase transitions, such as a liquid to a solid transition. We saw that you can go from liquid water to ice, and now we'll have a small demo, and maybe you could move the camera to show a blow up. This is a demo of what would happen with a phase transition in milk, which is the first step of making cheese. So Daniel is pouring some milk here, And he's going to add some acid. He's just going to add some vinegar. And we all know what happens when we add vinegar to milk. Did we add enough? (laughs) It takes some time. It takes some time, which is important. And what's happening? Can you show us, Daniel? It's turning into a solid. Okay, so we have, just like we had, just like we had for going from liquid water to ice by cooling, in this case, we've gone from liquid milk to solid milk. And if we could have the slides back, we could look at what happens here. What we've changed is the acidity, we've added acid to the milk, And to understand this, we should understand something about not the molecular scale of milk, but what the structure of milk is. And so milk, the fact that this is whole milk, milk is white because inside milk there are fat globules. They're a few microns in diameter, so they scatter light very strongly. And whole milk has about 3.7% by volume of the fat globules and 2% milk, guess how much fat globules, 2%? Do you know how much 1% has? I bet you do, (laughs) but that's what makes it white. But skim milk, does anybody know how much fat skim milk has? None, but it's still white. And the reason skim milk is white is that in addition to the fat globules, you have these casein micelles. Casein micelles are just structures of protein. The protein doesn't like to be dispersed evenly in the water, but rather forms these small aggregates. And they're about 200 nanometers in diameter. They scatter some light. That's why skim milk is white, but not super white. And these are the other component of milk. And so milk itself, Whole milk or uh, 2% milk is a mixture of a stable mixture in solution of these particles. And this is what actually solidifies to make cheese. Um, You can understand that by recognizing that the micelles themselves are charged, and because they're charged, they have the same charge, they can't come close together. And so if we draw our energy diagram, our energy is a function of separation, There's a barrier here where if a a mother micelle tries to approach this one, it has to overcome this barrier. It has to have a lot of extra energy, and the thermal energy that it has is not enough to overcome this barrier. So milk will stay stable for a long time. But if we add acid, we remove this electrostatic barrier, we change the charges on the surface of the micelles, and now they can collide and they can stick together. Not only that, the acid itself actually causes the proteins that form the micelle to dissociate, to break apart. And these proteins now can form a solid gel-like structure or a network that in, in which is interspersed these fat, fat globules. And this is where we get the solid-like structure. This is what causes the milk to become a solid when we add an acid. So around a pH of 4.7, the milk changes from milk into the precursor, this solid-like structure that's the precursor of cheese. And of course, 4.7, the pH of 4.7, that's telling us something about the concentration of hydrogen ions in the water. And if we want to understand that, we know the hydrogen ions have a certain concentration in moles per liter. And the pH is nothing other than the minus the log of the H plus, and that is our equation of the week. So we can understand something more about the kinetics. You saw that it took a little while for something to happen and kinetics plays an important role when you undergo a phase transition. A phase transition is a thermodynamic state. It's one state and another state, but as you go across the phase transition, as you go across from one side to the other, kinetics can play an important role. And so for example, we saw, if you were here last week, we saw a beautiful example of this. Um, when Joan uh, took water, it was liquid water, and he cooled it below the ice point, below zero. He cooled it to minus five degrees. Remember that, and then he was still liquid, and he poured it onto the uh, onto the, uh, the the dessert, and it's and it solidified. And now, if we're lucky, we have another demonstration. Maybe you could move the camera. And Daniel is going to try to reproduce this. And I have a YouTube video in case we don't succeed. (laughs) But what he's done is he has a freezer and he's frozen some ice, it's frozen some water, it's liquid water, and I'm not sure exactly how he's gonna do it, but He's going to drop a seed crystal of ice inside it and see if it works. Oh. Yeah. You see how it's fir- forming ice? Can you see that? So it's forming instantaneous ice. Oh, look at that. See how it froze immediately when he opened it? It was liquid. As soon as he opens it, it freezes. So, how can we understand that? If we can go back to this. So, oops. So, Naveen made a beautiful little demonstration of what's happening. What's happening is that we have to go from fluid to a solid. And a solid in this case is crystalline. So imagine these are the molecules of water. They're moving around. They have to form a crystal. In order for them to form a crystal, they have to come together. A certain region of them have to come together in this ordered structure. Even when they're cold, it takes some time for them to order. And that's why you can freeze, you can cool the water below the solid point and it doesn't order. It takes too long. There's a nucleation that's a barrier to nucleation. It takes a long time for that to happen. However, if you have any kind of impurity, like the bubble that you immediately get when you open the seltzer or little pieces of ice then the water can order on this surface and as soon as it orders you get a layer of ice and then it grows as soon as you have the ordered ice it grows very rapidly but there's a barrier it takes time for you to form the initial seed that can grow so, there's a kinetics that's involved, and supercooling is just preventing there being this uh, uh, small region, this nucleus that can grow, that can crystallize. And this turns out to be very important for understanding the behavior of chocolate. So, if we uh, look at the uh, phase diagram, just the melting points of different fats. Remember, we've talked about this before, the melting point between a liquid and a solid is somewhere usually around room temperature, in particular for cocoa butter, which is important for chocolate, it's around room temperature. But in this case, the solidification, just as is the case for water going to ice, it goes to crystal. Now it's fat molecules, so they form these ordered structures, but what's interesting about uh, cocoa butter is that can form a variety of different crystalline structures. So here we've denoted them with different uh, uh, shapes, and depending exactly on the range of temperatures, you get one of these crystal structures as being the most likely one to form. And so I'm gonna denote them here as these different structures, and so here you see this one, and you see this one, and when you make chocolate, one of these crystal structures is really the preferred structure, and your goal is to try to achieve that particular structure, and that's what tempering of chocolate really means, and that's shown here. What you do as a function of time is you lower the temperature, you lower the temperature, from the fluid phase, you lower it first, not into the crystal phase, which is what you want, because if you lower it here, you don't get enough nuclei to form. It's like supercooling the water, they don't form. But if you lower it even farther, you lower it into here, you're making it so much lower that you start to form many nuclei. The problem is that you've lowered it so much that you've lowered it into a different crystalline phase which is not the phase that you want. But what you do is you lower it in here and you get nuclei just the same way we saw before. You get the nuclei of different uh, structures of crystal and then you warm it up and that's tempering so that you melt all the structures of this beta prime and you're left just with the nuclei that you want and then you cool it down and you end up with just the crystal structure you want. So by controlling the kinetics of these phase transitions, experts in chocolate can control the way chocolate behaves and I hope we'll learn something tonight about what tempering of chocolate uh, means. And so with that, let me turn it over and introduce uh, Ramon Marato um, and his assistant Mateo. Uh, they work for Cacao Barry and Ramon is responsible for the Chocolate Academy. And they are going to give us a lecture about the more details about chocolate. Ramon. Okay. Okay,
1: okay thank you very much. And uh, uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you for your time. Uh, Let me say also thank you to Harvard and uh, Alicia Foundation for inviting me. It's an honor and a privilege to be here today. Uh, Apologies for my English, because I speak English more or or less like Tarzan. But (laughs) I hope hope you understand me. If not, uh, we have also the privilege to be Pep uh, here today. Uh, let me to also introduce Mateo. Mateo is uh, is our assistant today during this de- demonstration and Mateo is a student uh, in our chocolate academy and we start with uh, the, the, with the presentation uh, wh- what's the idea M- my objective I- today is to try if if it's possible to Understand how important is the temperature when we use when we uh, cook chocolate, but before this, I think it's important to to have a a quick uh, a quick trip to the cocoa plantations for understand how we make cocoa how important is uh, these different uh, phases for 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 making chocolate also but uh, before to start we 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 have also a small introduction where uh, I introduce myself. Uh, I'm a pastry chef. I'm a chocolatier. Uh, I'm a pure pastry chef. But uh, the last uh, 14 years, I work in a chocolate company, and I'm specializing in 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 chocolate. By my my heart is more open than chocolate. I I, I love all of uh, sweet things like uh, <laughs> not, not not only chocolate like a preserves, ice creams, and, and, and everything, no? Uh, I ha- I'm, I'm very old. Uh, <laughs> I have in the market 24, 24 years. I started with uh, 17, 18, 18 years. And I started like uh, the majority of people, because uh, it's a pity, it's a pity, because we, we don't have a harbor in our profession. Uh, we study, f- working, working around, making uh, stash in uh, f- uh, dozens of uh, pastry shops in Spain, in, in Europe, and also also studying. Uh, I have the lucky to study in Barcelona in the Pastiseria in our de the, del, in el Grammy, the de Barcelona. It's a it's a school, but it's it's not uh, it's not an university. Eh? Our our university, I think, li- like 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 a cookers. The, is the is the practical? No? If you want to have more information, you can see you can see also my, my website. Where I'm from? I'm from Mallorca. I'm very happy to be to 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 live in Malleu. Mallorca is a very small town in the north of Barcelona. It's my town. It's very beautiful. Uh, it's uh, a place, just in the north of Barcelona. Uh, we are based in in. In, in this area, uh, what what do I do? I work uh, in a big company. The name is uh, Barry Callebaut. It's a big, big company. It's a multinational, uh, very important in the chocolate market, and I'm the responsible of uh, the chocolate academy in Spain. What's the chocolate academy? Is a, a school it's specialized in in chocolate, in chocolate applications, uh, and we do courses, seminars, presentations. And w- we are more or less like an, an R&D for our market, no? for our sector because the, the, the people in your pastry uh, sometimes no no have time to create new recipes, new things and we help in this direction. In the private part, I have some projects like uh, books like uh, for example, like this type of collaboration with Alicia Foundation in Harvard today. I also collaborate with some companies. I make some TV shows, but, but it's, it's very, very, very small. What do I like? I like I love technology. Uh, I love my job, but I love to understand what's happened when I cook. And um, for example now when, when I listen uh, Dave uh, to make the presentation about about cocoa about about the crystals of cocoa butter and this is indispensable in our in our job and my my es- I've in a pastry no one has that never seen that in a pastry school no one has shown us that yeah, in, in, <laughs> In general, in the pastry school, we, we have a, we are a factory to create recipes, recipes, millions of recipes, and millions of techniques. Also, it's very important, but we never go inside the problem. No, in the case of the chocolate, this is this is very very important for us. Uh, I love also the art, the graphic design. I love packaging. I love uh, all of these type of things. I love empurda. Empordà uh, is, uh, is a zone in the north of uh, Barcelona. It's next to Girona, where where live uh, um, Joan Roca, who is he, uh, making the presentation last last week, and it's a very beautiful part in, in our country. And uh, my real passion is not chocolate; it's uh, preserves and marmalades, <laughs> because in, in, in our job we always making things. And, and I make a muffin, or I make a tart, I make a, I don't know an ice cream, and it's uh, something with a, a very short shelf life. It's something ephemeral, you know. And for me, the art to to put in the jar uh, a, a jam, a jelly, uh, I don't know, uh, something like this, and and keep in the in the top of the table, and after two years the product is inside, is something magic, no? It's because this. A, it's a, I have in, at home maybe, uh, no sé, 1,000 of different types of jams. <laughs> I love also the etiquette. It's, 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 mania, no? It's almost an obsession. want que tots <laughs> els <Do> tontos tenen una mania, la meva és <laughs> aquesta.
2: You say that fools, all, every fool has an obsession. That's mine.
1: This is my obsession. Okay, let's go to, to, to work. Because our job, if, um, we, we're traveling around the world for doing demonstration courses, and this is our luggage. And always inside our luggage, we have a thermometer. It's a cos- this is uh, a concept to explain this, uh, about this, this presentation. Temperature, chocolate is a binomium. It's an inseparable binomium, I think. It's,
2: yeah, it's inseparable.
1: Okay, let, let me to show you some, some products, uh, some samples of my, my job. This is a, a hamburger, a chocolate hamburger. I make this for uh, in 99 year. Uh It's just the different things to Per Mostralgic. The chocolate is present everywhere, okay, also in pizzas, this is another speciality. This is a sponge cake with uh, flavour it with uh, roasted uh, hazelnuts and also with uh, malt extract inside, with a fine layer of uh, ganduia. Ganduia paste is uh, milk chocolate and pure hazelnut paste. This is a speciality from from Italy, from Italy. And inside we have also candied candied orange tablets. In this is a, in this tablet for example we, we make uh, a, a caramel a liquid caramel with uh, honey and butter inside this is a bonbon today the the, the since uh, three four days ago four years ago uh, in Europe also in America started a mode for using uh, a colorants n- n- a natural colorants but with a texture like a gold like a argent like a uh, so silver, b- see like a, like a silver, and we use this for create this type of, of textures in the top of the bonbon. This is a bonbon of uh, with rum and raisins. This is a cappuccino. Uh, this this is we use Photoshop for the for this photo. For, for this picture, <laughs> huh? but it represents it represents the, the the foam of the cappuccino. It's a bonbon with a white chocolate, uh, flavored with a, with a strong espresso coffee. This is a, the name is Tigreton. Tigreton, uh, it's it's like a like a twist. Twix. It's like a Twix, <laughs> <laughs> more or less. <laughs> and we inspired for making this. We inspired it in an in industrial product and we make our own product, but with uh, very f- good ingredients. <laughs> with the w- this is, uh, we use a, a malt whiskey, we, use a, we make a, inside a, a cream, a buttercream with a nougat, and a very soft uh, sponge cake. This is a tart, this is a, is a spiral tart. This is, a, inside we have a cream of uh, passion fruit, and a uh, mousse of hazelnuts. This is a a very nice technique, uh, and maybe if we have time, we can make today. Uh, For making this, we use a stamp. Uh, It's a stamp with a name, Uh, and we use a frozen marble with chocolate flavored with strawberry, a leophilized strawberry, because inside our chocolate, we we cannot use something with humidity. We flavor it with leophilized uh, strawberries, we mix, and we add also in this in this chocolate we add uh, ac- acid, uh, citric acid, and bicarbonate. We create the form in the top of the frozen marble, and when we eat, thanks to the bicarbonate and the, the basic product, and the humidity in our our tongue, in our tongue, no? uh-huh. in our uh-huh. tongue uh-huh. we have an aspect of a fervescent sensation, and it seems more or less like an aspirin. And, and if, if, if some people is, is from Spain, you can write sal de frutas. It's like uh, it's something for for the digestive. Fruit salt, yeah. Okay, it's a it's a joke. Yeah. Uh. Okay, this is a coconut and, and this is a, a chocolate coconut. Uh, but but the idea is to create with the texture, with the chocolate, with with a, an, a, a, a very specific cocoa powder with a very clear color. Uh, a, ch- uh, a very small pastry, the petit four, like a real coconut, and we make the photo in the top of real coconut. Uh, inside, we have a granite of rum. This is another dessert. This, this dessert is it's, uh, created with ilang uh, ilang. Ilang is a flower from from uh, Africa, from Madagascar. It's very popular in the world of cosmetics for making uh, uh, perfumes. Perfumes, yes and we use in this dessert, mix it with a granita of langilang. we have a cream of apricots, eh? we create in a style of dessert like this. This is another dessert. This dessert is uh, made with uh, chocolate, but if you take a look the, to the picture, it's not seems chocolate, because we only use the chocolate... Oh, sorry. We only use in chocolate, this, the sorbet, the, this sorbet is made with uh, uh, fresh fruit of cocoa. Uh, it's, it's, it's an example. You, you can see later. This is a risotto, a chocolate risotto. <laughs> this is it's a classical Italian risotto, but with, with, uh, with sugar inside, and flavored with our uh, exceptional chocolate inside. Also, a small piece of goat cheese. And this is a sweetened salad. Some uh, dices of banana, and in the top, uh, uh, black truffle. Because the picture is, is made in winter, it's not black truffle; it's, it's uh, truffle for winter. This is uh, also another product inspired by industry. Inspired by, I love to go to supermarket and see what what's make the industry. This is a cereal energy bar. This is a <laughs> this is a Turon. This is also. A, we, we love more or less the design, and we use, for example, for me, for decorating this, we use a, a plaque of, uh, uh, una placa tallada en láser, uh, It's
2: cut with laser.
1: Yeah, mm. and we we make this, just for finish. This is a, 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 a because when we make chocolate, the chocolate. Uh, I like to see. Uh, okay, chocolate is present everywhere. <laughs> but also with the chocolate, because the chocolate is a solid product, where at 20 degrees it's solid. We can make also something artistic. We can create a, 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 a figures or, or something uh, like, a, like a sculpture. And this is inspired in Piet Mondrian. I made this in El Bulli for, for 12 years ago uh, during uh, journeys. And everything is in chocolate, also the box. With uh, colors, and after the picture goes down, it's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is uh, also another thing. This is a Pinocchio. Everything is in chocolate, and for making this, we use uh, different techniques. Uh, with, uh, for example, the 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 La, La Carla Pinocchio stuffed and bows The face it's made with eggs. The 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 legs is uh, different layers of chocolate. Uh, Close it's. it's is a, it's a It's it's like It's it's like a very delicate work. Yeah. This is another thing and this is uh, inspired by Tangram. You know the the Tangram game, it's uh, small pieces, uh, triangles uh, and uh, squares and it represents uh, a waiter from el bulli uh, with uh, some anchovies in the <laughs> Okay, that's it. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming. See you next year. <laughs> okay, we start with uh, with our small trip. Let's go to the plantations. And for the plantations... Okay, let me to... I'm going to be romantic now. I'm going to be romantic because... <laughs> Today, we are here thanks to this, thanks to the cocoa flower. If not, I'm not here today. Because uh, this is the first thing, for this is the flower of cocoa. After this flower, we start to be a, a, a bean like this. In general, uh, the, the people, when when uh, think chocolate, think uh, about a, a tablet in a supermarket inside a nice packaging, and something solid, something very good to taste, eh? because I'm sure everybody likes chocolate here. But uh, always we, we think of chocolate like a, a solid product, but in the end, uh, in the beginning chocolate is a fruit like a mango like a, i don't know like a pear like and it's a tropical fruit this fruit uh, needs uh, these conditions 25 to 30 degrees centigrade needs a, a very high relative humidity needs a soil rich in humus and the plantation needs uh, wine and uh, wind, we- wind needs wind and sunshine protection and also, for the cultivation, we need below 4,000 4, feet. We can only found these conditions in the tropical area, between the, tropic, the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn. Uh, I tried to, to cultivate cocoa in Barcelona, it's a disaster. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's the same in Harvard. Not possible. It's because this? Okay. During the applications, we're speaking about temperature and chocolate. Temperature and chocolate always has been But also for the cultivation, we need a specific temperature only we can found in, in, in tropical areas. Our, our, uh, our bean, our cocoa, uh, when it's, when it's uh, ready, is more or less a size of uh, f- 500 grams to 1 kilo sometimes. Inside uh, inside our our uh, bin, we have more or less between 30 to 50 beans inside, covered uh, with a sticky pulp, uh, with with uh, you know with this, this white color. This pulp is, is very rich in sugars, and thanks to these sugars, we can ferment it, this cocoa. Uh, the, the, the process it, it's it's made by hand and needs careful handling after to open the the cocoa, we we take take out the the, the beans and we fermented the beans. And during this fermentation, like very similar to the wine, during this fermentation, this fermentation is around four to seven days, more or less, during this fermentation, Temperature is important also, because the temperature during the fermentation goes to 56 to 60 degrees, okay? This is it's, it's like a wine. After the fermentation, the product is, is sun-dried, it's, it's, uh, to give a humidity no more than 6%, more or less. And in the end, our, our nice cocoa is bagged up and sent to market. And uh, it's important to explain about we have uh, three big three big families uh, about about cocoa. We have the Criollo family, the Forastero family, and the Trinitario family. Like a coffee, more or less, it's very similar because it's, it's, it's a commodity. And uh, in the coffee we have the the, the robusta and arabica, eh, more or less. Uh, in cocoa it's the same, but. Criollo is the first cocoa. When Hernan Cortes goes to Mexico years ago and, and arrives in the Mexico coast and try cocoa in Nueva Guda, in the beverage, in the chocolate beverage, uh, I'm sure uh, Hernan, Mr. Hernan Cortes drinks Criollo cocoa, right? because it's the, first, it's the first cocoa. And Criollo cocoa today, It's it's the most reputed cocoa, but it represents only uh, one percent of uh, world production. It's a very fragile and delicate uh, cocoa. Uh, It's acidic, aromatic, and highly bitter. But we cannot not uh, speak about one Criollo cocoa. Because it's a natural product, we we need to speak about the different criollos. In each plantation, we can find some differences. Some uh, this is very general. When we sp- we explain about the different families of cocoa, uh, we cannot them more como las que We oui,
2: yeah, we cannot classify the three apart. You know, they mix and, and match.
1: Uh, This is like the wine. eh? Uh, The the one Cabernet Sauvignon in in Chile is not the same Cabernet in Spain. Uh, In Chile, maybe we can find a a, a lot of different Cabernets in the way of the genetical. This is very general, but in general, Criollo is the most fragile. The Forastero, uh, it represents uh, 80% of all production. The majority of chocolate we eat Always is uh, forastero. Eh? The majority is forastero. It's mainly grown in Africa. It's very resistant and have a strong flavor and aroma. And in the end, we have the trinitario. Trinitario is a natural hybrid from forastero and criollo. It's uh, born in the island of Trinidad, and today it represents uh, 10 to 15 percent of world production. It's an excellent cocoa. But let's make chocolate, okay? <laughs> okay. We, we we take the plane, we return to the to, to, to Harvard, and we start to make uh, chocolate. For making chocolate, we need we need cocoa. Eh? We need our our sun-dried cocoa. We cleaning this cocoa, we drying this cocoa, and we take out the 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 shell, and we roasting. If we don't roast the cocoa. We not have the flavor of chocolate. This is very, very important. If we, uh, yes, yes, okay. If we, if if we need to create the chocolate, we need three or four th- four things. We need cocoa. We need uh, fermentation for the flavor because fermentation gives some specific aromas inside the chocolate, and we need also roasting. Roasting is very important. If we don't roast, it's like a coffee. If we make uh, espresso coffee without uh, roasting the coffee, we, we don't have the, the, the same flavor. And when we're roasting and we finish to roast our cocoa, about this cocoa, we create a, a mass, an, a, 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 an space of mass, thanks to the friction and thanks to the t- also the temperature. Okay? We, we, during the friction, the temperature grows more than 35 degrees, because remember this name, this this, this number 35. It's a very critical uh, temperature because more than 35 degrees, the fat inside our 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 cocoa becomes liquid. We make this mass and we create the cocoa mass. Now, if you want, you can you can try uh, cocoa mass. We can share. A very very small piece of cocoa mass. Pay attention because cocoa mass is, is too strong. It's, it's 100% cocoa. If you like, for example, the coffee uh, without sugar, uh, okay, you 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 can try the cocoa mass. Eh? But uh, if not, try a small piece. It's interesting. This is the pourer, p- the first material to make to make chocolate. But what we have inside our cocoa mass? We have, in general. Two things: we have a solids, we have a fat. Uh, the solids, the solid part, is is something completely dark, and the the the, the butter, the fat, uh, 55% of of fat, it's a solid fat at room material at room temperature, like this. You know, this is this is the cocoa butter inside our cocoa. It's solid at at room. Temperature, it's liquid, like an oil. It seems like, a, like an olive oil. For making chocolate, we need this cocoa mass, and we add to this cocoa mass sugar, and we start to create chocolate. But today, because, because the, the, the professionals need, for the different application, different viscosities, different chocolates with a different uh, yes viscosities, we add, sometimes, extra fat inside our chocolate for create chocolates more or less thick, more or less liquids. Okay? In the end, in the, in the industrial process, we're mixing, we're refining, we conching, and we're tempering our, our chocolate. But if we need to create a, a milk chocolate, we add a, a, a milk fat or powdered milk. And in the case of white chocolate, in our festival, in our party, we don't invite the cocoa mass. For making white chocolate, we also use from, from cocoa, the cocoa butter. We use cocoa butter, we use sugar, and we use some products from, from the, the, the powdered milk okay you, you can see this is an industrial process we not have time today for displaying uh, this but in the end in the end we can we can uh, differentiate our chocolates in, in the different things in the f- from the cocoa for the fermentation for, for when we're roasting when we refining and when we conching this is the, the most important thing I, uh, for 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 in the market, the different, the different chocolates. But in the end, this industrial process, because when we make chocolate, this is a process more or less industrial, we need the We need the manpower as well. Man. Because this is, for example, a, 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 a small uh, fridge where we have the different samples of cocoa uh, and we have uh, one specialist who try, who mix, and who say, uh, OK, this, this chocolate it's, it's OK for the market or not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: OK, and this is, now we're swimming in our chocolate. <laughs> this is a micro-picture with stuff Stafet Amcenaumens, a, a with 100, 100 times, where we can see our chocolate. This is a chocolate with 70% cocoa. It's a dark chocolate, and you can see the different crystals of sugar in a blue, in a blue color. You can see the, the different parts of fat, mm, yellow, and the, the more dark uh, points are the solids. Eh? This is a, a, a nice example for, for understanding what we have inside our chocolate. Okay let, let's start to the chocolate applications because in the end, uh, Mateo and me we, we are we we are chefs and we no, no podemos toda aquesta part que hem explicat nosaltres no la podem manipular
2: the yeah, this part that we explain we cannot manipulate it.
1: we only manipulate we we receive our chocolate in solid in, in the form of drops, in the form of tablets, and we're playing with this chocolate. Right? We, we, just, uh, we are just uh, applicators. But when we use chocolate, we have uh, two big ways for, uh, in, in the way of application. Incorporated with other ingredients, incorporated with uh, eggs, with milk, for making, I don't know, an ice cream, for making uh, a sponge cake, and in this case, if we incorporate our chocolate with other ingredients, the ma- in the majority of cases, we, we start with emulsions. We, if we have a, a garage, if we have a, a truffle, if we have an ice cream, we make an emulsion. If we have a beverage, we start. We mix our, our chocolate, fat product, with something rich in water, with milk, with uh, fruits, something. Uh, and. Depending of the, 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 the product, we need always to check the temperature for creating nice emulsions or nice base for finish with an ice cream or something like this. You can see some, some examples. And we have another way, and these this two big ways. Another way is not incorporated with other ingredients. Uh, a good example is when we melting our chocolate and we transform our chocolate in a chocolate piece. We don't mix this chocolate with water or cream or something like this. We just transform our chocolate for, for example, in rubbing a a chocolate, creating a a piece, uh, molding uh, some bonbons. In this case, we not change the structure of our chocolate, but we need, in the majority of cases, we need to create, and Dave explained this before, a nucleation of uh, crystals inside, its name is the the, the tempering process or the pre-crystallization process, and this is a very, very important process when we we use chocolate. You can see uh, different examples when when, uh, we integrate our chocolate in in the different applications, uh, in, in oven baked products, in mousses, in bonbons, in ice creams. in in preserves. For example, I i, i love my my marmalades. When I finish my marmalade with uh, passion fruit, for example, and if I like to add chocolate inside, when I arrive at 60 degrees uh, bricks, for example, and my jam marmalade is is ready, I add the, the chocolate inside and I create an emulsion with uh, my jam because in the, in my jam i have a, a small quantity of water and my my chocolate it's, it's always it's always more or less the same and in non mixed applications we use our chocolate from uh, robbing for decorations for artistic pieces but we can see that we can see now this 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 uh, story uh, now we started with uh, different uh, study case and we start with the pre-crystallization of chocolate. You can see Matteo. Uh, Matteo, uh, they have. Can I drop a paper, give Matteo? Mateo, they use a, a, a chocolate. This chocolate is a, it's a chocolate with the. The fluidity. It's a chocolate with a seventy percent uh, of total cocoa. Inside this 70% of total cocoa, we have 40-42% of fat, 40-42% of uh, cocoa butter inside. It's because this it's a fluid product, and now we start to, to tempering. But before this, let me to let me to, to to take a small sample of chocolate completely decrystallized because this chocolate can a temperature the in this chocolate we have a uh, around 40 degrees 39 no so Okay, 40 degrees around 40 degrees, eh? Si més no, escalfa són mica més, eh? No. Okay, but this chocolate, it's completely decrystallized. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the, the piece of marble is too small, and we cannot start with the chocolate too too hot. Eh? No, but, but okay, we, we take an example of chocolate completely decrystallized, where the cocoa butter inside is completely uh, liquid. We take a test. And now, Mateo starts to create a nucleation of crystals thanks to three or four things. Uh, Agitation, this is very important. We, We agitate, we mix our chocolate in the top of the marble, and we decrease the temperature, why in the top of the marble? Because the marble is a, it's a, it's something with a, a, bad con- a bad conduction of uh, heat. Okay? If we add our chocolate in the top of uh, inox table, uh, the inox table, the inox table becomes at the same temperature of chocolate. But in this case, the marble remains at uh, 20 degrees. Because you can see the temperature of the marble. <laughs> now it's okay. 20 degrees, <laughs> but the marble becomes at 20 degrees. The chocolate is in, it's on the top, and I don't know, maybe in two, three minutes, the temperature of our chocolate decreases. And during this process, thanks to the temperature and the friction in the top of the marble, we create some, some parts of this liquid liquid fat, become solid. More or less the theory say, after this process, and if the process is, is, is well made, we have more or less around 1% of solid crystals inside. This is very, very easy to understand. When we start, the fluidity of our chocolate, it's, it's very fluid. Now the fluidity changes a little bit because we have a solid parts inside, and, choco- and, and and chocolate is, is, more, is more thick, and also Also, if you see, our chocolate in the beginning is completely liquid, and now we have some parts of chocolate already already solid. We can check the temperature. <laughs> we have a 28 29. Because we write in the, in the blackboard, when chocolate is completely solid, it's, uh, it's always more than 35 degrees. Eh? And when, when the chocolate starts to crystallize, is always when it arrives uh, 26, 27, eh? starts to... Okay, Mateo. Perfect. Está Thirty-one. Okay, it's okay. Vale Mateo, we a small test. Folks, okay? Maybe you can you can see that the texture now is more thick. Now about about. With uh, this chocolate, we have another uh, another sample. This is uh, uh, 31 degrees. This is uh, 38, 40 degrees. Okay, and we keep in the top of the table, and we can see in, in, in a few minutes. Okay, now, meanwhile I I, I speaking, Matteo uh, start to molding a tablet, and you can see the difference with a tablet molded with chocolate, hot chocolate, and another tablet uh, molded with a, a chocolate already uh, crystallized. We, we can see the presentation. Now, if, if you want, we make some pictures about, about this process. Eh? We're we melting our chocolate, After after the chocolate is completely melted, we are starting the the tempering process. And to explain this process, we use the the thermography. Thermography is very nice to to understand all of this uh, process. This is not gold. For us, chocolate is gold, but this is not gold. Uh, But you can see that the temperature is is more or less around 45 to 50. And when we make this, when we tempering in the top of the table, and we reduce the temperature and we create some solid crystals inside our chocolate, with a maximum of uh, temperature to 28, because more, less than, 20, ten, than 28, we start to create uh, too much uh, quantity of crystals inside. We can see the same in, in thermography, you know? The, the marble, because the marble is at 20 degrees, it's, uh, it's uh, cold, huh? and color change than a than chocolate, and we, in, in the end, we, we take our chocolate, You you can understand very well about about how important is the temperature. When chocolate is already tempered, we take a mold, a a plastic mold like this, uh, with the polycarbonate, and the temperature of the plastic is also important, because the temperature of the mold is at around 20 degrees, at room temperature. If the temperature of the mold is more than 35 degrees, we lose all the crystals we create in the top of the marble. This is very important. But if the temperature of the mold is less than 20 degrees we create a a thermal shock when we add our chocolate in the top, we create a thermal shock where the chocolate is in contact of the mold. And this is, in an in a, in a, in a artisanal process, it's a, it's a disaster, because the shiny of chocolate is not good and, and everything. This is, a, this is very, very important. A, as a chocolatier, we always go, in our pocket, we, we always have a, a, a thermometer. We, thermometer is, is, is a, it's a third, is the no, third no? Uh,
2: arm.
1: Okay, in the end, you can understand after after molding, after chocolate is, is molded in the in the mold, it's also important the temperature to, to to keep and we cool our chocolate at 16 degrees because at 16 degrees it's the ideal temperature for demolding our 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 chocolate. And in the end we demold and we tasting at 20 degrees. Because when we speaking about chocolate, uh, we need to say uh, thanks to I don't know to the nature, thanks to the to God I don't know which is the responsible of our cocoa. <laughs> but this is a fantastic product. This is a fantastic fat because come seria seriously. Deus va crear el món, God created the universe. The universe. And in general, we live at 20 degrees. (laughs) We live at 20 degrees. In my hotel, the room is 20 degrees. Here, now, we are at more or less 20 degrees. Our mold is 20 degrees. The wall, (laughs) 22. but. because Cristina uh, started the, the, the air-condition now for the presentation, but we live at 20 degrees, and at 20 degrees, our chocolate, the fat inside our chocolate is solid. But the melting point of our fat is around 35 degrees. And who eats chocolate? The men the, the, the men, the humans. and. Uh, Which is our corporal temperature? Mateo, over the boca. (laughs) 36. (laughs) We we are, our body is at 36 degrees, one degree more, more or less, than the melting point of this fat. It's because this, when we're eating a chocolate, when, when we're eating a good chocolate, and we see some more gulafras and la
2: If If we really love uh, to eat it, you know, we, we eat it for a long time. We eat
1: it slowly, very slowly. But but, but if we are gourmets, we we'll let it melt. If we melt our chocolate in, in, inside the, our mouth, we we have a special sensation because during some uh, a few seconds the chocolate is melting a little bit and, and it, it, it's just el, 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 son uns on podem un segundos on podemos percibir un producto que es fon a la boca y que mes me sense deshe de gustarlo y perfectament tots seus atributs. It just for
2: a few seconds, but at that moment we can taste the product
1: that melts in our mouth and it's at its best. With, with all its attributes? Some, some, some special chocolates, like uh, compounds, sometimes the, the, the type of fat is changed, and we use uh, uh, hydrogenated fats, we use uh, fats where the melting point is more high, more high than our body. And in, this, in these examples, the, this sensation is different, and we have a, a fatty sensation in our mouth. And in general, the cocoa butter, th- this butter, the majority of fats in the market, in the market is is always looking for more or less the, the characteristics of cocoa butter. Right? This is a this is a, something important to, to 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 explain. Vale. Okay, about uh, our uh, solid chocolate uh, with temperate tempered chocolate, we make everything this. We make. We molding, we enrobing uh, our chocolates, we make, for example, uh, cookies, and uh, uh, this is a crumble cookie with a chocolate. We can make uh, eggs, we can extend, we can cut, and we, c- we can create uh, some artistic pieces. We can use, for for example, for, for making dragues in, in the turbine. and and create uh, some uh, ron bonbons. Uh, I think... uh, What do you think about the cocoa mass? It's too strong, no? Okay, now now we we invite you to taste uh, uh, chocolate like this, like ron, like this, uh, made with uh, fried fried corn, salted fried corn, and uh, dark chocolate if you have some allergies to nuts this is uh, corn eh? Fri- fried corn okay for in in w- with the chocolate we also can can make uh, some freaky men's like this <laughs> <laughs> but for making this a space of uh, monster <laughs> monster monster we need to tempering the chocolate because sm- this monster Leave at 20 degrees, and we need a chocolate well-crystallized. Okay, we, we can start with the second, second to the case. Tenim Case no? okay. study, okay. This is an example of uh, chocolate mixed with other ingredients. Uh, this is a now we can start to, to make a, a heart of bonbon, uh, an emulsion. And uh, for making a, a, a nice emulsion, a nice chocolate emulsion, we need uh, we need a, a nice formulation. We need to make a good process, but the most important thing is the temperature and friction, because. I don't know uh, when is coming Nando Jovany, but maybe in two, three, four weeks, is coming Nando Jovany, is a, is a good friend, a cooker, uh, who makes a, 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 a presentation about emulsions. I'm sure the emulsions of Nando Jovany are more or less always made by uh, olive oil or oils. An oil is a fat, but the oil is a, is a fat, where at room temperature it's completely liquid. In our case, we use a fat where at room temperature is solid. For the emulsions of Nando Juvan, I'm sure they don't need to to, to check the temperature. No need the, the thermometer. But in our case, yes, because when we make a, a, a when we make an emulsion, a chocolate emulsion, we need to check the temperature. Let me to to present the, the, the products. In this case, in the pictures, we made an emulsion with uh, passion fruit and uh, a lactose-superior coverture. It's a coverture with uh, milk chocolate. We have also some some sugars. We have some hint of salt. But today we have the same, but we don't have uh, passion fruit. We use an uh, infusion of water uh, with vanilla water. And let me... to. To check the infusion, first of all, we we check the temperature. <laughs> the chocolate, we need the chocolate at more or less 40 to 45 degrees, and the liquid is around around 30, 30 degrees. Let me get that. but the emulsion oily oh this is nice to see you know our, our chocolate our chocolate test after 2 or 3 minutes the ch- the crystallized chocolate is crystallized it's it's solid and i don't know if in with the camera you can see the okay you can see the shiny the shine is more or less good, but this chocolate is completely, completely liquid. It's it's not not, not solid, not, not solidified. But after ten minutes, I'm sure it's the same. Okay, we we keep here, and after ten minutes, we can we can check. Also for the mold, the temperate chocolate mold—it's it's already solid. Now we need we need time. To, to be completely solid inside to, to the mold, but the second one is completely completely liquid. And tomorrow, maybe the chocolate solidify, but never we can go out the chocolate inside the mold. If you put in the freezer, if you put in the in the fridge, impossible. It's impossible to it. Okay, let's go to the emulsion. Okay, we have forty one degrees. Okay for the emulsion okay we we add the, the, the some water in the top of our chocolate And after I don't know. After mixing we have some problems. Oh. You you wait what's possible? Yeah. Yeah. See. Normally no have problems like this, eh? It's a director. I don't know what happened. But our chocolate, it's completely broken, you know. It's not normal, eh? Our chocolate, it's... Sorry, eh? (laughs) This is a disaster. (laughs) I don't understand anything, eh? This is not my chocolate, eh? Eloise, you change uh, our chocolate? No, wh- what's happened? Delicious. <laughs> the, the, our chocolate its completely broke. You can see the fat in, in the top, you know? The, the you can see the fat is, is one side, the solids in another side. But the most important is, which is our temperature? Maybe it's, maybe it's the melting point. We have 35 degrees. 35 degrees, our chocolate, it's com- our fat, our cocoa butter is completely liquid. The problem is not the fat. The problem is we need more water to create an emulsion. If we invite more water, we, we, friction, we frictionate our chocolate. we frictionate our chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we start to create the emulsion, okay? We, we, the texture change and become more elastic. And if we add more, more water, when I say water is passion fruit, is a cream, is something rich in water, and we frictionate. <laughs> okay, our chocolate, our truffle, our ganache, become, become like this. Eh? Like, become a mass, elastic and shiny, with a, with, a good, with a good emulsion. We add the rest of the water, And if we add uh, also more friction because I'm very tired with the jet lag and everything <laughs> if we frictionate with uh, with the uh, bay mix you can see uh, how shiny is the 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 Our 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 ganache, you know, the texture is like a... Um, this is a chocolate mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> this is chocolate mayonnaise, okay. But the most important thing is, if you, <laughs> if if we check the temperature, the temperature is always, is always when we finish the emulsion is always more than the melting point of our cocoa butter. If not, you cannot create a good emulsion. If you finish your, your, your recipe at 28 degrees, I'm sure it's not shiny because you have some, some uh, solid part inside. Let's go to the presentation. Okay, this is, this is the joke. Eh? This is the, the, the different moments of, of this. And in the end, the example of we need always for the chocolate emulsions, and if you use a dark milk or a white chocolate, when you have cocoa butter inside, in, uh, inside the chocolate, we need always go to more than 35 degrees. In the end, this filling, today is a vanilla infusion of vanilla and chocolate, but this filling, we need to now decrease the temperature for piping in the mold, because this is, this is for a bonbon. For a bonbon, we, need, we use, for example, a mold like this. We, we add, we, we molding, some, we put some chocolate inside the mold and we create a, a layer like this. And now, inside this layer, we fill with our cream. But if the temperature of our ganache it's 40 degrees, for example, and we fill in the top of the, our chocolate, we melt our chocolate, and we will lose the, the solid crystals of the, the layer. We need to decrease the temperature, and also, okay, this is, a, 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 this is an emulsion, it's not pure chocolate, but we need also pre-crystallize our ganache, our truffle, for the texture, and now we decrease the temperature to 30 degrees at, at 30, 32 degrees, depending on the type of the chocolate, depending on the total cocoa butter inside the ganache. We decrease more or less the temperature, but always around 28 to 33, and we fill our chocolate. Our filling our chocolate, after filling, we, we keep at in, in the fridge at 16 degrees. Eh? It's not a real fridge. Eh? It's a, it's a es, es nevera, més alta que una normal. It's a taller fridge than a regular refrigerator. Eh? It, taller in the way of temperature, eh? Okay. No. Higher. <laughs> higher, then higher, higher.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> after, after using our, our, our fridge with the mold, and the the best temperature for tasting our chocolate is twenty degrees eh? because we have solid chocolate in the in the in the way some examples of emulsions a beverage this is a truffle you know I, I, I made this uh, two years ago for a presentation in australia i i If you know the the the, the fresh truffle the the the, 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 the the Melanosporum truffle, uh, la truffa negra, the black truffle. Black, t- <laughs> black truffle have uh, this uh, space of texture, and we make an emulsion, we make a ganache with truffle inside. After this, we cover it with chocolate, and also cover it with a, a very dark cocoa powder. It's a, a very alkalinized cocoa powder, dark, like for a cookies, you know the, the typical cookie is completely dark. Uh, I don't remember the brand, but uh, the name starts with O. (laughs) (laughs) And and we use a a cocoa powder like this, very, very dark. We cover it, and before to crystallize the chocolate, el passem per sobre d'un colador on a uh,
2: colander to get these the, the marks
1: in the sieve uh, eh? com se diu yeah, like colander, yeah. Colander, yeah. Yeah. and we have this 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 and like a truffle we clean and we have this this form uh, this is also a tart we have an emulsion for making this the classical tart also for a bombons, this is a bombon of uh, roses and mandarin uh, inside. This is also a nice example of emulsion. This, we have a, a, a pure chocolate in, in the exterior, but inside we have a cream of rum and a reduction of uh, coffee. And this is a, a turron eh? where we use also uh, an emulsion inside. And let's go to a first example. This is a mousse, a chocolate mousse. For making a chocolate mousse, uh, it's always more or less the same, the same things. Uh, what is a mousse? A mousse is, a, is something with a solid, but with, a air, with, with a air inside. And for making a mousse, in, in general, we, we always start think with the different liquid ingredients. During this process, we incorporate some ingredient, in, or ingredient, or with uh, some technique, we incorporate air, and in the end, we need to, to close this and maintain the air inside. In the way of a uh, chocolate mousse, the responsible to, to create the vertebral colon in our mousse is the chocolate, because thanks to the solid fat, when the mousse Crystallize when the mousse is finished and we, we put our mousse inside the fridge. The chocolate, the cocoa butter inside our chocolate becomes solid and maintain the bubbles inside. If we don't use chocolate, we use some uh, gelifiants like uh, gelatin, like uh, garagar, like different things. No? But this is an example of chocolate and uh, we, we try to explain this. This is a mousse, the example is a mousse made with uh, alto salt chocolate. This is an example of of uh, chocolate by plantation. When we're speaking about, about chocolates, we have two big ways to, to make chocolate. We can make a blend with the cocos from different countries. This is nice for the regularity. This is nice also when, you, when we use uh, some Difficult uh, m- cocos to, to to find, and we have also the possibility to to create uh, single origins or chocolates from uh, specific plantations where we don't mix the beans. We use uh, some specific beans. It is more or less like a wine. But if we return to our mousse, a mousse, a chocolate mousse is like I don't know in in English. La equilibrista que está cirque.
2: Balance
1: artist, in a tie rope.
2: <laughs> walking on a tie <laughs> rope, yes.
1: <laughs> this is a chocolate mousse. This is not a equilibrist. this is a chocolate mousse. Because a chocolate mousse is a mix of a different temperatures. Let's go to, to, to explain. For making a mousse, we have, a, okay, we have, a, a, for example, uh, we can make a custard. Cream, uh, 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 English cream, eh? and we, we make English cream with, uh, with uh, milk, with uh, eggs, with sugar, uh, that's it, a small piece of vanilla, and we cook this. We coagulate the proteins of egg. The product arrives more or less in general at uh, 80 to 81 to 83, sometimes 84 degrees. It's depending on the quantity of eggs inside, if we use eggs or egg yolks but, in general, we coagulate and we create a, a space of semi-liquid cream. And this semi-liquid cream, after the pasteurization, we add in the top of the chocolate. Our chocolate, in this case, is solid, it's 20 degrees, eh? it's, it's become from, from, the, from the case, and thanks to the temperature of our uh, cream, the, the chocolate melts, and in the end, we create an emulsion, because during this, this melting process, we, we completely melt our chocolate, and in the end, we have a an, nice an emulsion, in this case not with vanilla water, in this case with a cream, rich in water, and chocolate. After this, after this emulsion, we check the temperature, and the temperature for this emulsion minimum 35 degrees. In, uh, in our experience, we need to increase a little bit the temperature, sometimes we, we, we increase a little bit in microwave to 45, because after this emulsion, we add another emulsion in the top of uh, our chocolate emulsion, this is a cream, a whipped cream, but we cannot control it the temperature with the whipped cream, because the whipped cream Always for whipped, we, we need six degrees, zero to six degrees. If not, we cannot incorporate air inside our, our uh, whipped cream. We mix these two products, and during this process, the equilibrist is, is, is always dancing in our mousse. And in the end, more or less, the temperature fi- finally arrives at 24 degrees. 25, sometimes 22 but always around 24 degrees. And now we can explain about this because if the temp- we are in the moment where the temperature is critical because in the way of the chocolate we are less than 26, 27, the temperature where our chocolate is starting to, to solidify. OK, a nice solution maybe is to increase the temperature of the mousse. If we increase the temperature of the mousse before to add the cream, and the, the final temperature maybe it's 30 degrees, 30 degrees it's OK because we have, we have time to, to work to make the mousse and everything. This is a problem, because you remember, if, if, if you see the, the solid fat content of the different fats, the fresh butter, and inside our whipped cream, inside our whipped cream we have 35 to 40% of fresh butter, if the temperature of the mousse goes more than 28, 30 degrees, the air inside our cream collapses and we lose the air. And no more mousse, we have a a truffle, a ganache. And our mousse is is this. eh? We always need to finish more or less around this temperature, because in the top we have the problem of the, the, the butter inside our whipped cream, unless we start very, very fast to, to, to crystallize our chocolate. Okay. You can see the, the, this example of mousse. We, we make a, a small plate of chocolate, we, we pipe our mousse in the, inside the mold, after uh, Pipe the Mousse, we insert this plate of chocolate for, for the texture. Right? This is made also with the same chocolate. We cover it with another layer of, uh, of mousse. In the end, we have uh, a sponge cake, a, a sachet sponge cake with uh, raspberries inside, and we close the mousse. This mousse is made at inverse. We, we freeze this mousse, and after freezing, at minus 18, we take out the mousse and we finish the mousse, we decorate and everything. But this is also a nice example where during the process we use the temperature, and always we use the temperature playing with the crystallization or not crystallization inside our chocolate, thanks to magnificent cocoa butter, and also the temperature, in this case, the, 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 the fridge or the, the the frozen machine is 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 not, we use this uh, not like a tool, we use, per es uh, la utilización del fred és una tècnica més. No és el fet de congelar un producte, mm. sinó que l'utilitzem com una tècnica més.
2: That the freezing a product for us, like the temperature is another tool that we have at our disposition. It's not only freezing it, but it's another
1: tool that we use all the time. And su- some examples of mousse, this is a, uh, this is a reduction of uh, alcohol. This, is, this, this product is made with alcohol, but we, we evaporate alcohol. It's a reduction with uh, a rum, a Barcelo rum. We add also a small quantity of shantan gum, and it's, it's, the texture is like a, a custard cream, it's more or less thick. We have uh, some dices of uh, banana and uh, lime. We have also a crumble, and we have our, our mousse in the top. This is a, a version of sacher. It's a, a, sach- a, a mousse and a sacher sponge cake inside. And t- take a look to the decoration on exterior. For making this decoration, we use the last technique. We, we can see later. Okay with the frozen marrow. Okay, this is another example. This is a mousse of yogurt and uh and stracciatella with chocolate, uh, milk chocolate, and a sponge cake of cereals. This is a verbal tart where we use a, uh, chocolate mousse with uh, red berry fruits. But let's go to the, f- the fourth uh, case study. This is a Com seria, it's it's, it's, very, or it's very surprising, because maybe it's, it's the first time to make a presentation like this, more or less uh, only speaking, because I always cooking. But when I think about... A, a mi m'ha anat molt bé aquesta presentació pel fet de, de que he pogut reflexionar com d'important és la temperatura, que ja ho sabia, però que dic, it's been a good uh,
2: excuse for me to reflect, or to think about the role of temperature in my cooking, because I do that intuitively, but for me, I've been able to reflect on all of that.
1: But, and this is a very good example, because for making this, this sponge cake, we, we can try to use chocolate or cocoa for flavoring our sponge cake. If we use cocoa, we can consider it cocoa powder like a powder, like flour. And the temperature is not so important, but if we use chocolate, the temperature is also important. Because sometimes when we think about sponge cake, okay, sponge cake is something who we mix, we whip, we cook in the oven and that's it. But sponge cake is also an emulsion. And if you want to, to make an emulsion for make our muffins, in this case our molten chocolate cake, we need to work well in the way of temperatures. Uh, and let, let's go to, to see this. We start with, uh, w- with the ingredients. We, we have eggs, we have uh, chocolate. This is a classical. We have sugar, we have butter, we have also flour and salt. And before to start, we, we melt the products with fat. We melt our chocolate. And we melt our, uh, our butter, our fresh butter. We mix chocolate and fresh butter, and we go the temperature of fat products go to 45 degrees. Hot, completely. completely we decrystallize the, the fat inside our chocolate and butter. In another part, we have uh, uh, some liquid products, and we have the sugar. We, have, uh, we dissolve the sugar inside the eggs. And okay, the product is, is ready to mix. And now we, we have an emulsion. La nostra vida es <laughs> muy aburrida. Our
2: oh, life is very boring.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, it's very boring because we make always the same steps. <laughs> after making the. Yes, it's always the same. After, after making the, the, our emulsion, we check the temperature. Always a temperature, minimum 35 degrees, because we have a solid fat inside, we need to completely decrystallize. And after checking the temperature, we add the, the flour. In the end, this is like a ganache, but with flour. Huh? And in the end, we start to pipe. What, why is important the temperature? Because if the temperature is less than 35, it's 20 degrees, for example, after the flour, when we pipe the product can broke, can completely broke. And we need a nice emulsion before to to to, to piping inside the mold. After piping in a mold, we how important is the temperature? Because we keep for two, three, four hours at uh, four degrees uh, centigrade, yeah? we, we cool our, our molten chocolate cake. Later, we cook in the oven at 200,000. Uh, uh, not not uh, at 200,000 degrees for 10 minutes. This is uh, the, because al día que cuando estudiaba inglés al día los números no I a tener.
2: It seems that, <laughs> that uh, I missed the class, my English class, when numbers were discussed. <laughs>
1: And let's go to, w- when our molten chocolate cake is ready, this is very interesting. If you, if you check the, the temperature, in if you see the temperature, the interior temp- temperature, it's, in this case it's 38.7, more than the melting point of cocoa butter. It's because this, I hope, inside our molten chocolate cake, the We have a liquid, but the exterior, it's completely solid because the temperature of the exterior goes, in general, more than 150 to 200 degrees. And we we coagulate the proteins of eggs, we gelify the starch inside our flour, we completely cook our sponge cake, the exterior, but thanks to the time, and the temperature inside our oven i'm sure inside we not cook very well the, the heart of our molten chocolate cake it's because the temperature it's more or less around 40 degrees uh, we, we can also use we can use uh, also the thermography for explain this and this is the, the the cake when we open the cake we have at different temperatures, it's because this I, I, I say, okay, tasting temperature, I don't know. D- we have a different temperatures, because the exterior it's too hot, more than the limit, eh, more, more than 80, but the interior is more or less, you, you can see the, the colors in the thermography, we have a, a different scales of temperatures. If we cook more, if we cook two minutes more, two minutes more, or four minutes more, we Unifiquem la, la temperatura. We, we unify the temperature, and in general, our experience say when the heart of the sponge cake is more or less around 94, 95 degrees, the product is completely—it's already cooked. It's 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 completely solid. It's the this is the the the, the trick of. Uh, si li, si li posem un, Un dintre, I surnet, cake,
2: so if we, if we insert a knife and the knife
1: comes clean, we would have a sponge cake and it would be good. Okay. But if not, if we check temperature, our experience, and this is in the majority of sponge cakes, because in the end, in pastry, we always mix the same things, sugars, eggs, uh, flours, and fats. And always, also for the bread, also for if, if you make a, 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 a plum cake, if you make also a brioche, or a, a lot of a different uh, doughs or masses, no? yep. mm-hmm. um, also for the muffins, always the temperature is the same. <laughs> and because we always use a the thermometer, simple estem punxant tot el que surt del forn. So we insert everything that comes out of the oven. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's a shame. Okay, uh, let's go for the five uh, case study. This is the velvet effect technique. Uh, sorry, this is the velvet effect technique for making this. We have a we, we make a chicken, huh? <laughs> a chocolate chicken. We use a mold. We use a tempered chocolate. After tempering our chocolate, we we mold our chicken. And with the mold, you remember the temperatures. After the molding, we also need the temperature for. Polishing our half part of the chicken, we close the chicken. In this moment, we are very very happy. <laughs> After the closing, the chicken is at 20 degrees. The the chicken start to to sing. No. <laughs> After singing, we put our chicken inside the the the, 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 the freezer at minus 18. Minus 18. At when the chicken is at minus 18, we, we mix uh, chocolate, a, a, a recipe with the chocolate with uh, 30% extra cocoa butter, a, a completely liquid chocolate. We put this chocolate, this, this hot chocolate, inside the, inside the gun. We check the ambient temperature, always 20 degrees, because we live at 20 degrees. <laughs> and we spray with the gun. Like like a, a, a typical gun for for spraying uh, cars, for example, and we spraying our chicken, <laughs> and the chicken change change the color. It's chocolate, but thanks to the, the the thermal shock, because our chicken it's completely it's like an ice cream. When when the the micro drops of chocolate goes to to the chicken. Thanks to the ambient, the micro, the small drops, no, sorry, the small drops decrease the temperature, and when the, the drops uh, token, touch, touch pollastre, when 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 the small drops touch the the, 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 the chicken, it's a, a thermal shock, and uh, chocolate becomes solid in the same moment, and we create a velvet effect. Mm-hmm. This is the chasseria ghiom that would be the breast of the... the yeah, the this is the breast of the... <laughs> 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 and this is the tasting temperature, 20 degrees. And with this technique, we use this technique for finish some tarts. This, this, this tart, this is a, a tart, this is a mousse with a goat cheese and a red berry fruits inside. This is a, We make this tart for the wedding of Salma Hayek's uh, in, in Venice two, two or three years ago. And we use also the same technique, the velvet effect, mm-hmm. in this in this uh, small pastry. This is a, a, a tart of coco- a mousse of coconut, passion fruit, and chocolate inside. Mm-hmm. This is uh, with the hazelnuts. But but you know, always the the velvet effect. And just for finish, the last technique, cuenceta real marbran. want uish. Where is this thing. Okay. Okay, for for this technique, this is a, a, a thermal shock technique. We use this is a, the 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 more clear example when when we we joking with the temperatures. We have a piece of marble, we've completely frozen at minus 20. We because we don't have a, a, a frozen machine we add in the in the dry ice. I, and now maybe it's too it's too much uh, too much cold. But but for making this we need a, a chocolate, completely decrystallized the chocolate. And if you are lucky. Tenim Maywo per not a gentleman's man sí, see no Ah, Anya, yeah, I understand. okay. And this is a nice example for uh, creating something. We, we, we change the texture of our chocolate, and during some seconds, our chocolate, after the contact of the frozen marble, becomes elastic, and during some seconds, I'm speaking because I need to decrease the temperature of the marble, eh? (laughs) (laughs) but but during some some seconds, our chocolate becomes elastic, and we can make something. We use this, this technique, this is a very old technique, and in pastry, we use this technique for decorating tarts and everything. You know, our chocolate is elastic, but after some seconds no more elastic (laughs) because the crystallization is already finished and the chocolate uh, becomes solid. And we use this decoration, this is not very good, eh? not very nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we use this in the top of the tart. Mm-hmm. But with this technique, okay, we crystallize our chocolate, but not in the good way for the, the texture. Because when we, when we crystallize our chocolate, when we decrease the temperature and everything, it's always for an objective for the shiny, for the, the, the texture. We need the texture, non, a non-granulated texture. But for me, one of the best, one of the best things is for the contraction, the capacity to contract. Mm-hmm. And thanks to this capacity, we can demold our chocolate from the molds. In this case, uh, this is not a good tempering, and uh, if we put this at room temperature after five minutes, the chocolate sh- go down. We only use this temperature in the for the top of the tarts and when we keep our tarts at uh, 6 degrees, at uh, fri- the temperature of the fridge. OK, j- just for finish, you can see the... You can see this. We glazing. You remember the the, the alto sol cake. We glazing with a, with a chocolate glazing. We also temperature is important because we have the tart at minus eighteen, and we glazing with the glaze at uh, forty five degrees. You can see the the technique of the marble. We we can make this, or we can make also this. We can dosify. Eh? Or sometimes we, we make this, we cut the chocolate and we create an space of uh, uh, tallarinas, como seria? like pasta, yeah, eh? noodles, like pasta, noodles, noodles chocolate noodles. Yes. And in the end we're decorating our cake. Eh? And this is more or less the, the, the idea. And just for finish, I promise, just for finish, <laughs> uh, all of these these uh, operations, because we, we, our job is to create, like a, like a cars, Luca uh, famous create prototypes. We what we try to do is create prototypes. We make uh, tarts, We show these starts to the professionals and the professionals making these starts in in our shops in our business. But the most important is not to create the first start, is to reproduce this start during the, the the production, and. Uh, this is very important also for the production, it's also important, the temperature, maybe the bricks, maybe the, all of the tools to reproduce these, these things. And just to say bye bye, the summary of the temperatures for today. In the tropic, we have uh, uh, specific temperatures during the fermentation, during drying, when we're roasting chocolate, when we're conching, when we're tempering, and when we have a solid chocolate, we have a, a very different range of temperatures. This is, a, in our trip, in our chocolate trip, we have a very different temperatures. But when we use our chocolate in, in the different applications, we have a, a range of temperatures very different. And our body, in general, can eat uh, products with chocolate inside mm, between minus 11, an ice cream, to a biscuit or to beperage to 60 to 70 degrees. And this is the range of temperatures when, w- where we eat chocolate. Many thanks. <laughs>
0: that they're going to pass a few more things out, but maybe we'll take a few minutes, it's, it's gone pretty long, but a few minutes for a few questions. And do we have the mic?
1: Uh, so, sorry, Dave. J- just a small thing, we you invite you uh, with a small chocolate. If you can try this chocolate, this, in this chocolate you have a, a, a salted caramel and a cream of pine nuts, Mediterranean pine nuts inside Mm -hmm. with uh, milk chocolate. Be careful if you have allergic to nuts because you have nuts inside.
0: Also I want to remind you that afterwards there'll be a book signing and you can buy the coarse aprons if you're interested outside, but after the questions, go ahead. So thank you very
1: much for the sweet talk.
0: You use the marble to to temper the chocolate, but you can also add pieces of chocolate, which is already solid, to initiate crystallization. Do you also use this technique in your practice, and uh, what difference would it uh, make to the end product? Thank you.
1: Ah, si utilitzem the el ol- marbre o també si utilitzem el fer de tirar solita no? Exactly. Yes, we have a, 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 a different uh, techniques or process to, to tempering chocolate. The, the, the more visual for today is to use the maple. And I use the maple, but um, in production we not use uh, too much the maple because in the way of hygiene and everything, it's not today, it's less used. A very good possibility is to add inside our chocolate, add solid chocolate. More or less, in, in our experience, is uh, 18 to 20% of solid chocolate, small drops of solid chocolate, to the top of a chocolate, a completely decrystallized chocolate between 20, uh, 45 to 50 degrees, more or less. And this is a a very good uh, technique also.
0: Okay, so I think maybe we've had a long enough uh, talk, and let's thank Ramon one more time.